0: Welcome to the University of North Georgia Nighthawk Athletics Hawk Talk Radio Show and Podcast Series. Hawk Talk is an effort to bring the message of the Nighthawk Nation directly to the North Georgia community. The show is carried each week on the flagship radio station of UNG Athletics 97.5 Glory FM, and it's archived on the podcast page at ungathletics.com. Presented by the official healthcare partner of North Georgia Athletics, Northeast Georgia Health System. The Hawk Talk initiative aims to provide weekly in-depth feature content highlighting the stories behind North Georgia athletics. Welcome to Hawk Talk the weekly episodic radio show and podcast series for North Georgia athletics. Walker McCrary for the Nighthawk Sports Network as we have a chance today on this episode to sit down with the head softball coach of the University of North Georgia uh, softball team coach Mike Davenport. A lot's been going on in softball and uh, around his program so figured this was a good time to catch up coach thanks for taking some time out of your busy day
1: yeah thanks for having me walker
0: well it's been a uh it's been an eventful off season for your uh program of course getting cut short with the covid-19 pandemic but uh, uh you'd look at what happened this off season and a lot of awards coming to your program starting with uh, kylie being named the uh, academic all america of the year award winner from coastside uh, the first uh First such award, not only for your softball team, but also the first Academic All-America of the Year award winner for the uh, department as a whole. Talk about what that means to have arguably the best pitcher in Division II also getting it done in the classroom.
1: Yeah, we're extremely proud of what Collie's done, not only on the field, but off the field as well. And she's a tremendous ambassador for our program and our university and exemplifies excellence um, obviously, when you see her out here on the, the competition fields, she performs to the uh, to the highest of levels. But even more so off the field, just a classy young lady. And um, just, you know, academically, uh, she's as hard as herself in the classroom as she is on the softball field. And, and you see the result of that by
0: what she accomplishes in the classroom as well. And a class student athlete and uh like you said a perfect ambassador of your program and you know that just kind of kicked off uh, the past few months uh, for your program and uh, the awards coming in and I know this uh, the next award that you got we've been working on for years trying to uh, bring this one home but uh, the hill uh, getting named the uh, NFCA field of the year for division two joining uh, five other uh, facilities across all the divisions at AIA, JUCO, and high school. Uh, I know how much the facility in uh, Haynes and Carolyn Hill Stadium means to you, and having seen it from its infancy all the way to the, uh, the facility it is now, talk about what it means to uh, have that highlight now for your stadium that you, know, you and I have worked on trying to get uh, here in Dahlonega for seems like forever
1: no absolutely what in a special recognition and basically a lot of that goes back to my former staff and my current staff and then of course all the former student athletes and their friends and and some of the support staff that have helped work on our facility from day one and whether it be from just laying the initial sod on the facility from the previous coaching staff and uh, the previous athletes from 20 some years ago to um, you know 15 years ago to where young ladies would help edge the field and take care of the facilities and sweeping and dugouts and just making sure we have, you know, anytime the university invests um, what they do into our facilities for our student athletes, we feel like it's our responsibility to make sure what we have uh, remains in the, the utmost uh, position and, and, and facility wise as being, you know, in the best shape it can possibly be in and always presentable. And one thing I'd stress to our staff and our student athletes is, Everything needs to be recruit ready every day, whether it's our locker room, whether it's our office space, whether it's the uh, the dugouts, the um, around Coleman Fieldhouse. And of course, now what we're talking about is the playing field itself. And prior to 2015, when the facility was natural grass and dirt, uh, we prided ourselves on how well the facility worked. And then of course, in 2015, we were blessed to have field turf installed. Um, on our facility, and um, again, we we continue to to work to make this place as presentable as possible. And I think it's you know just exemplifies excellence daily, and that's something that we're very proud of. And for us to to receive that recognition from the NFCA is uh, a tremendous honor for sure.
0: Before we uh, get into how the facility continues to improve with uh, what happened over the past uh, uh, number of months, uh, and you know culminating in last week uh i can remember a time coach when uh it seemed like every ncaa regional before 2015 that tarp would go out on the field uh on day one every single year and uh it it goes you said it best your staff and your student athletes but also that that group that you've had uh helping maintain fields for the regionals for a long time i imagine that uh you were proud to tell that crew uh, that this award's finally come home.
1: Yeah, our unofficial field crew that we had created many years ago um, spent many nights and even many early mornings waiting on the rains to stop so we could pull tarp and dump the water and and then work on getting the field ready for games the very next day. And um, those were volunteers and just friends of the program and people who were willing to stay because they loved the girls, they loved our program, and um, they gave of themselves. And I can't be thankful enough to, to what those folks mean to me and, and how much you know they helped us get to this position. And of course, now taking care of the field is much easier and uh, much more efficient, but there's still a lot of uh, love and care that goes into keeping our facilities the way they were. we're we've been blessed with field turf. We've also been blessed with uh, sports field or, Sports field or field wall pads. I'm sorry, field wall pads going up into our facility, and um, you know, but but those still need to be taken care of. And our student athletes and our coaching staff continue
0: to do that on a daily basis. Speaking with head softball coach Mike Davenport here on Hawk Talk, and uh, I mentioned culminating last week um, with a pretty awesome uh, uh, gift again for the uh, second consecutive year from. Lynn Cottrell, of course, uh, donating a million dollars last year to, uh, get the four Metco scoreboards at all three outdoor venues. Uh, but now coming back again and investing another million dollars, uh, into the, uh, athletic department and specifically, uh, the softball field with this terrace project, uh, describe for me the, uh, the idea of this terrace. I know that you've been, uh, thinking about it for a long time and how, uh, uh, Lynn Cottrell uh, wanted to help out and accomplish that project.
1: Yeah, and I think you know years ago when when we were blessed with the uh, the addition of Haynes and Carolyn Hill Stadium, that gave us 225 chairback stadium and a three piece press box for sports information folks and radio people, media people as well, and and possibly some um, some of our you know administration to be able to be um, protected from the elements a little bit and. Um, Over the last couple of years, we were able to add the awning over the top of our Mm -hmm. uh, the stadium itself to protect our fans from the weather. Um, But just for the the fan experience, knowing that, you know, when we play postseason play, when we have big time matchups, we have a great crowd. And Mm -hmm. just for the fans to have a better experience one of my thought processes is, you know, just looking at other facilities across the country, whether it be through major league baseball or college baseball or college softball. I, I love the terracing facility. I think baseball and softball at our level are very much a, a bring your own chair type of sport to watch and, or a blanket or whatever it may be for fans to kind of move around the facility and watch it in their own convenience, instead of just sitting in a chair back in the stadium. And, um, you know the way the hill is currently set up our left field area is it has a natural slope to it and I had I always envisioned many years ago that we could terrace that that area out beyond the left field wall and uh, let a lot of our fans especially being 200 and maybe pr- approximately 15 feet from home plate having one of the best views um, around the facility as as itself and um, you know I think you know I can't be thankful enough for for this second donation by Linda Mike Cottrell and um, we're excited about uh, potentially moving it moving on this project after the spring season and so we have the summer months and the summer weather to to work through the project but I just think you know having a 360 degree um, avenue for all of our fans to to circumvent the facility is is one of our ideas as well as a couple terracing so fans can kind of spread out um, at different areas bring their own chairs if they choose to do so bring blankets um, and then we're you know at the top terrace where we've discussed putting a beverage rail which the players or the fans could you know basically lean against a a stand-up rail so they can put their drinks and beverages and um, concessions or whatever it may be on that rail and on that shelving and, and continue to watch the game but uh this area is just going to really give us an, an opportunity for our fans to spread out and bring more fans in and conveniently be able to watch some of the best division two softball in the country.
0: Well, it'll, it'll only uh, add to what already is uh, considered the field of the year. And I think it should have been field of the year for multiple years before that, but that's uh, beside the point. You talked about the spring season upcoming and I, I know that that's still a few months away and there's still a lot of uh, barriers to cross with everything going on in the world to get to that point. Uh, you know, we're still trying to get basketball started here in the next few weeks and uh, by January 6th for the conference schedule, softball after that. But you guys have been working, you know, since September in the off season, and uh, you guys are kind of culminating your fall season with uh, – something that uh, sports fans might have seen uh, a version of uh, a couple months ago with the Athletes Unlimited. You guys have the Nighthawks UNG Unlimited. Um, talk about that, uh, how that came to be for your program and uh, what that is and uh, how it's finishing up here in the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, sure. We, we've had, you know, most falls, we have the ability to play outside competition, whether it's junior colleges, whether it's Division II schools, NAI schools. And oftentimes, Division One schools to kind of test our kids and uh, their level, level of competition and, and being ready for the spring season. But with the current climate in college athletics, um, we were not permitted to, to either, one, travel to other, other institutions and or bring other institutions here, which is understandable because that's mm-hmm. common across the board. But with that, we're just trying to create something for our kids to to compete. And the only way, the best way to evaluate your student athletes is is through competition. Um, you don't win or lose, you, you, you win or learn if you handle it the correct way. And so in order for us to do that, we really kind of, you know, obviously what, what Athletes Unlimited did this summer, almost like a fantasy football type scoring system, really created a lot of interest across the board where you have the same set of student athletes or athletes at that level, the professional level, as they competed against each other, um, grading themselves through each competition. And so my staff, uh, Molly Child and uh, Chelsea Martinez and Brittany McGuire have done a great job of kind of creating our own Nighthawks Unlimited. and scoring our kids as they compete against each other as we kind of flip rosters through two game series. Mm-hmm. And it's really created a lot of competition, a lot of uh, internal competition with each other, but also a lot of individual competition. So, you know, if, if you're a point leader that day or MVP player, you, you might get special recognition and um, you know, we're just trying to again, pre- prepare our kids for the spring season as much as we possibly can, which we'll finish up with the, uh, the, the finals of three series um, today and tomorrow on Monday and Tuesday of this week prior to our kids going home for the Christmas break.
0: Final question for you, Coach, and you mentioned getting ready for the spring. As you get ready and your team gets ready for the spring, what are you hoping to see from your team this year, uh, knowing that there's some unfinished business from last year's season uh, that you weren't able to see out due to everything going on?
1: yeah and of course, you know softball has has been i guess it's really put things into perspective, and we talk to our kids all the time about get to and have to and um you know you have to go to practice or you get to go to practice and what a privilege it is to go to practice and especially you know the middle of the summer where we had no idea what this was going to look like um you know and and it changes your perspective on life uh with with what we're dealing with in our in our culture right now and um And I think the kids appreciate the have-tos and the get-tos and have changed moreover from a get-to to to a have-to and knowing that they get to go to the ball field every day. And if we have an opportunity to play in the spring, um, that's just a bonus as well. Um, having, Having it taken away from us last spring was tough. Um, But I think, again, we're not the only ones. Everybody else was in the same situation. I feel for all the basketball student athletes across the country and and softball and baseball across the country who are right in the middle of their season. But it is what it is. And I think it's just something we all have to kind of work through. And I think it's something that our kids have come back with a, a new perspective on things, thinking this fall we get to play ball. Uh, We we get to go to the field every day. We get to get on the, um, you know, compete against each other. We get to go uh, to the weight room. We get to go to class where some schools are not back in class either. And uh, I think that's something that I think the kids have really taken to heart. And, you know, if we can get through the Christmas break and uh, kind of forge through basketball season as well, um, I think our kids are excited about the opportunity that they get to play in the spring.
0: Well, I I personally can't wait to get to see your team back on the field uh, February, March, whenever that season does get to start. Coach Mike Davenport, thanks for your time, and we look forward to catching up with you uh, in the spring. Thank you, Walker. I appreciate it. More coming up right after this. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast, ungathletics.com backslash Hawk Talk. You can also subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. A special thanks to Mike Davenport for joining us uh, on this edition of Hawk Talk. A lot has gone on in North Georgia athletics uh, this past week, uh, including, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the million-dollar donation from uh, Lynn Cottrell to the uh, athletic department to uh, build Cottrell Terrace in left field at Haynes and Carolyn Hill Stadium. That's a big uh, project that will, as uh, Coach Davenport mentioned, take place this summer. Also, having gone on this week, the rifle team competed at the Citadel and set a new air rifle scoring record at twenty-three thirty-five was the uh, score in that, defeating. The Bulldogs on Saturday fell by a single point in the Georgia State Championships to Georgia Southern on Sunday, a valiant effort by our Rifle student athletes in that one. The cross country team also uh, competed in the Peach Belt Conference uh, Championship and lost in a tie break to Flagler. Both teams with 49 points, of course you're trying to get the lowest amount of points in cross country and the uh, way the tie break works is the first runner across for Flagler matched up with the first runner to cross for North Georgia and who was faster and you get a point for each of the five uh, student athletes that scored which one finished ahead of the other matching up and the Nighthawks lost that tie break 3-2 And in, in the uh, deciding uh, spot. It was a nine-tenth of a second difference between the Flagler runner and the North Georgia runner in that one. So that close to North Georgia's cross country team clinching their second ever Peach Belt Conference championship. It is their seventh straight runner or their seventh time in a row that they've been runner up and sixth of the last seven years that the Nighthawks have been in the runner up position in the Peach Belt Conference meet. Claire Mills, uh, the top finisher for North Georgia in sixth earning freshman of the year honors. As uh, she was the top freshman to finish, she finished just a half second ahead of fellow freshman, Sydney Boulard, uh for that sixth place spot, Sydney in seventh, and then Carmen Leroy a half second behind seventh place in eighth. Carmen, the uh, former Peach Belt Conference freshman of the year, handing that off to her teammate this year uh, as the cross country team finished in second place. Also happening on Sunday, Uh, yesterday uh, as we're recording this was North Georgia's uh, Make-A-Wish reveal. It's becoming an annual thing Uh, but this time it was a little different being socially distant as uh, the Nighthawk Athletics Department welcomed uh, Katie, a a nine-year-old fourth grader from Gainesville, Georgia, um, in a socially distanced reveal A 31 car parade of North Georgia student athletes and staff escorted uh, by the police from the city of Gainesville and UNG Police Department Um, and then the Nighthawk uh, department giving Katie a trunk full of gifts of her favorite toys and decorations for her new pink princess playhouse which will uh, soon be delivered to Katie um, from Make-A-Wish Georgia and of course the Nighthawk athletic department uh, she's currently uh, on track to ring the bell as she's been honoring honorably battling leukemia um, for a while now and she's on track to ring that bell which will signify the end of her chemo treatments in March of 2021 and North Georgia hopefully uh, in the spring will be able to invite Katie and her family to the Dahlonega campus will show where she will be honored as an official teammate of uh, one of the teams here on campus uh, for the day. Of course, North Georgia uh, donating or er, er, donating nearly $14,000 last year, one of eight institutions to be given the opportunity to grant a wish and one of just three schools nationally in Division 2 to raise over $10,000. Since 2010, The Adhawks have raised over $195,000 for Make-A-Wish, having raised at least $10,000 every year since. And to uh, watch that reveal having happened, also to see photos uh, from the reveal, uh, Nighthawk fans can go to UNGAthletics.com and uh, right there on the front page also links on uh, at UNG underscore nighthawks on Twitter, also on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com slash UNGAthletics and then on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash UNG Athletics to see all of the coverage from North Georgia's ninth consecutive Make-A-Wish Day which took place on November the 15th. That'll wrap things up for this edition of Hawk Talk. Be sure to stay tuned uh, for more stories and news from the Nighthawk Nation as we barrel toward basketball season which the Peach Belt announced about a week ago would commence conference-wise on January 6th we'll have a lot more on that in the coming weeks but for now be sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned to ungathletics.com for all the latest information for the Nighthawk Sports Network I'm Walker McCreary this has been Hawk Talk if you missed any of today's show download the podcast from ungathletics.com or subscribe to Hawk Talk online wherever you listen to your podcast. Join us next week on the flagship radio station of North Georgia Athletics, 97.5 Glory FM, for the next edition of Hawk Talk presented by Northeast Georgia Health System. For more information on the Nighthawks, this is the official home of UNG Athletics at ungathletics.com.